Hello there. I am happy you can join us today. This is one of the amazing messages of our annual conference, Above All Limits Conference 2020. The speaker is Reverend Steve Mainzer, the founder and president of Charismatic Evangelistic Ministries and the Christ of the Rural World, Accra, Ghana. A ministry that is at the cutting edge of missions and mass evangelization in West Africa. So sit back and open your heart as you encounter a dynamic word that will change your life today in Jesus' name. See, man. There, is, there are some scriptures that are often read during funerals. And uh, I don't want to wait for your funeral to read those scriptures. I want to read them to you whilst you are alive and seated here. I want you to turn with me to the book of Revelations, chapter number 14. Revelations 14 and verse number 13. And I heard a voice from heaven say unto me, Write, blessed are the dead which die in the Lord. From henceforth ye see the Spirit, that they may rest from their labors, and their works do follow them. I'm reading again. And I heard a voice from heaven saying unto me, Write, blessed are the dead we die in the Lord. From henceforth ye see the Spirit, that they may rest from their labors, and their works do follow them. Let me read another one to you. Revelation 20. Revelations 20. Reading from verse number 11 all the way to 13. Revelation 20. And I saw a great white throne, and him that sat on it, from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away, and there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God, and the books were opened, and another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works. And the sea gave up the dead which were in it, and death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them. And they were judged every man according to their works. And the death and death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. Amen. This morning, I want to talk about works. Everybody say works. And you can see that from the two scriptures I've read, they are talking about their works do follow them. And they were judged according to their works. So what are those works? Say amen. Because there are certain things that we do that we consider them as works, but they are not works. And I will give you ten of them that are not works. You may consider them as works. And please don't be offended if it doesn't go well with you. Being close to your pastor is not works. Say amen. It's good. I want people to be close to me. But it's not the work of God. Except you are performing a specific function for the minister. But you know, some people boast of the fact that, oh, I'm very close to the Ululanes. I'm very close to them. If I, if I, we eat together, we go to places together. It's not, it's not the work of God. 
Say amen. Be close to them, but don't put in your mind that you are doing God's work. Sitting at the same place in church every Sunday is not God's work. Every time we come to church, we see that you are seated on the right hand side. You are seated religiously every Sunday. It's not works. It's coming to church, which is good. But it's not equal to the work. There is no scripture that says that you'll be rewarded for sitting at the same place every Sunday. It's not works. Say amen. Joining the keep fit club of your church is not works. I am a registered member of the Keep Fit Club. It's not, a, it's not a work of God. It is good for your own health, for your own well-being, and everything. But it's not a work. Don't confuse that with the work of God. Say amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Sweeping the streets, draining gutters around the church is not God's work. It is for our own clean environment. We must keep our environment clean. So draining, gutters, sweeping, cleaning, it's, it's, it's not God's work. Say amen. Organizing dancing competition in church is not works. I see a lot of churches dancing competition. And it's, 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 not, it's good. We do all these things. We do all of them. I sit at the same place in my church every Sunday. The same place. Every, once they show my video, you see that I'm seated there with my wife. It's constant. Since I've been coming to this church, this is where the pastor and the wife sit. But you see, they go beyond sitting at the same place. That's what I want to, 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 to prove to you. Hallelujah. Organizing a big fufu party or a ba party or jollof rice party or what for kind of food do you eat? It's not the work of God among yourselves. It's not God's work. If I organize plenty of food and I invite you to come and eat, it's, it's, it's not works. The Bible says, the Bible says that there are works to follow them. What are those works? So I'm showing to you right now what are not the works. Hallelujah. Visiting your pastor on Christmas Day and eating jollof rice is not works. Let me show you another one. Don't be offended. Singing, dancing, jumping, and sweating in church is not works. It's good. You are worshiping God. I jump in church. I sweat. I run. You should see me in my element in my church. I run. I dance. I jump. But it is praising, adoring, and, and honoring God. But it is not the work of God. The work of God is different from worshiping, singing, jumping, and dancing. Say amen. Hallelujah. Shaking people around in church is not God's work. Hello, 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 hello. It's not God's work. Hugging people in church is not God's work. Let me show you God's work. Matthew 9.35. Matthew 9.35. Let me show you what is God's work. Put it there. You know, Jesus, you know, 
John 14, 12 to 14. John 14, 12 to 14. Jesus says something. I want you to read it and I'll read Matthew 9, 35. John 14, 12 to 14. Very, very, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do, shall he do also. And greater works than this shall he do, because I go to my Father. Say amen. And whatsoever he shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. He that believeth on me, the works that I do, what are those works? They are very simple. Matthew 9, 35. Look at it. And don't miss it. It says, Matthew 9, 35. Look at it. It says, And Jesus went about all cities and villages, teaching in their synagogue, and preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. Next verse. But when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion on them because they fainted and were scattered abroad at sheep having no shepherd. Then said he unto his disciples, the harvest truly is plenteous but the laborers are few. Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest that he will send forth laborers into his harvest. Say amen. amen. So the works of God are clearly defined. He went about cities, towns, villages, preaching, teaching, and healing the sick. That is the work of God. And every Christian must find himself in one of these rooms, preaching the gospel, healing the sick, casting out devils, doing, doing missions right here in the UK, being involved. That is why when your pastor calls for mission, missions work here, and you are going out in some parts of UK or anywhere, and you don't find the time you don't support, you are not involved, then you are not doing the work of God. And that work is not limited to a few group of faithful people. No. That work is the work of the entire church. Everybody must have a role that he or she plays in the movement of the church into communities to preach the gospel, to heal the sick, to cast out devil, to show compassion on the people. That work, those works are the works of the entire church. Say amen. Don't say, well, I'm not an evangelist. Who is an evangelist? Sharing your life testimony of who you were and what you have become now makes you an evangelist. Don't you, can't you tell somebody who you were before and what the Lord has made you now? That is a testimony of your lifestyle. You used to drink and smoke and chase women and do bad things. But Jesus came into your life and now you are a transformed person. That is the evangelistic message. 
You don't need to go to Bible school to do that. Say amen. Sharing the message. Look, your pastor is one of the greatest teachers I've ever met. Teaches very well. Teaches with points and precision. And he has taught many things in this church. You have made many notes. Can't you teach from those notes? If you cannot teach from those notes, then stop making the notes. Because the purpose of the notes is for you to transfer your knowledge to somebody else. Do you need Bible school to do that? Do you need to go to Bible school to do that? This house is more than a Bible school. Because your pastor is a very knowledgeable minister. And I listen to his teachings and preachings. It is more than a Bible school. If you cannot transfer that knowledge to somebody else, then you have failed God. I don't care how you think. You must transfer that knowledge to somebody else. And that is the work of God. Preaching. Teaching. The Bible says, says, these signs shall follow them that believe. Not these signs shall follow Bible students. Are you a believer? Then these signs shall follow you. They shall lay hands on the sick. And the sick shall recover. Are are you the one who does the recovering? But you must do the laying on of hands. If you're a believer for five years, ten years, making notes, attending church, sitting at the same place, and you cannot share your life testimony, you cannot lay hands on the sick. I don't know what you are doing in the church. Hmm. They will lay your coffin here. And they will read, blessed are the dead that die in Christ. And their works will follow them. Which works? Is he sitting at the same place? Is he sweeping the church? Is he hugging people? Is he going to fufu party? There are so many things we are involved in that are not the work of God. You may think they are works, but I don't know. Check your scriptures very well. The works of God are clearly defined. They are not the work of God. Be a nice person. Hello, hello, hello. This is not the work of God. You are a very nice, smiley person, but you are not saving souls. You are not saving souls. You are a very nice person. You don't save souls. And you must save souls. That is God's work. So if you are here, you are not pushing the gospel. You are not saving souls. You are not helping the sick. You are not helping the poor. You are not doing God's works. So get out from your stupor. And now roll your sleeve and join the work of God. So that the, the day the Lord will call you, your works will follow you. Otherwise, you will stand at the Bema judgment seat of Christ, and the books will be open, and there will be nothing in the books because you thought that some of the things you were doing. Well, I'm very, very close to my pastor and his wife. You thought it was God's work. It's not God's work. I have so many people who are close, who are very close. And I tell them, it's not the work of God. Though. Being nice, it's not the work of God. Except you are performing a specific function for me. But just being close. Oh, I know my pastor. <laughs> it's not the work of God. Coming to church every Sunday is good. I love people to come. When you don't come to church, I'm very worried. 
and sitting at the same place. Everybody knows that you don't miss your seat. You, you come to church early. You see, find me a scripture that rewards you for that. There is no reward for that. So don't, 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 don't fool yourself and think that because the, the whole year, I don't think I have missed one Sunday service. It's good. It has given you knowledge. People are encouraged by your commitment to church. But the angels having recorded it as works. What they record as works is the spread of the gospel. The preaching of the gospel. Healing of the sick. Taking care of the sick people. And, and, and showing compassion. Giving, and I will show you more that you already know. When I was hungry, he gave me to eat. When I was thirsty, he gave me to drink. When I was naked, he clothed me. When I was in prison, he visited. These are the works. Am I in church? I've gone somewhere. Yeah, this, let's not, let's not means, look, Pastor Matthew told me something, challenged me. He said, I have pastored my church for 47 years. And he said to me, he said, Reverend Steve, missions, Christ to the real world, is my next activity for the rest of my life. He said, he said, he said, wherever you go, I'm with you. And when he comes, ask Pastor Wally, when he comes, he will show you some videos. When he comes, he, at his age, he doesn't sit. He doesn't rest. He doesn't say, okay, you guys go ahead. And, no, he's, he rolls his sleeves. He's in shorts. He's in his t-shirt. He's standing for six hours, helping the sick, helping the poor, carrying supporting giving because he sees it as works am i in church i've gone so well but the way you are looking at me as if i shouldn't continue to preach but i'll, I'll continue to preach but i haven't started yet i'm warming up i want to provoke you so that you do not think that dressing very well Wearing Gucci, coming around, looking very clean, spanking, is the work of God. It's not. Look clean. I love being clean. Sleep well. I love sleeping well. Say amen. amen. Yeah. Eat good food. I like eating good food. But it's not the work of God. Being nice. Coming to church, jumping. Hey, hey. It's not the work of God. We are praising God. We are running, jumping, dancing. We are praising God. That one is our duty to praise him for his acts and worship him for who he is. But that is separated from his works. See, I hear you. Luke 6.28 Luke 6.28 Look at what the Bible said. Luke 6.28 Luke 6.28 
Jesus asked a question. Let me make sure I have the scriptures right. He said, Jesus asked, the disciples asked Jesus, he said, what must we do that we might work the works of God? The disciples who were following Jesus, they were following Jesus, they thought following Jesus was the work of God. But, but now they realize, that no, it's not works. So he said, what must we do to work the works of God? Later on, he said to them, ye shall receive power when the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And ye shall be witnesses unto me in Jerusalem, in Judea, and unto the utmost part of the world. And when the Holy Ghost came upon them, brother, when the Holy Ghost came upon them, they went out of that upper room and they started preaching the gospel. They preached the gospel everywhere. And by the space of two years, all who dwelt in Asia Minor had heard the gospel. Not only did they preach the gospel, they suffered for the gospel they preached. They died serving God, serving the Lord. And they evangelized their world. And Paul and the others uh, testified that they had finished the work that God has committed into their hands. Say amen. Some of you have supported missions work and God bless you very much. God shall reward you. Some of you have been to missions many times in Ghana, Nigeria and other places. Some of you, since you joined this church, I don't know whether you have supported the work of God. I don't know whether you have traveled anywhere. I don't know what you do. You are the one I have come for. For not doing anything and sitting in church. You have to rise up and join something. Say amen. amen. And, be, you see, and you cannot join it at your convenience. You cannot do it because you have the time. You have to force it. You have to make it happen. You have to push yourself in it. You have to make time. You have to sacrifice. You have to lose to gain. You have to lose something. To get something. You have to lose something. Lose time, lose money, lose whatever. Then, and gain eternity. And reward that is in eternity. If you haven't lost anything, you are not gaining anything. Say amen. Those of us who are at ease in Zion serving God conveniently, you are at a loss. Well, I want to serve God, but uh, the nature of uh, those things, uh, the nature of my work and also uh, some other responsibilities does not make it uh, those things uh, for me to actually uh, join you guys but I am hoping that my situation will change one day then I will follow you situations will never change you will have to serve God in the midst of your challenges you have to travel and do missions in the midst of your trial 
your, the divorce knocking at your door, the challenges you are facing with your mortgage, in the midst of all the trials, you have to step out and save God. In the midst of your trials. Who is not going through challenges? Who is not going through moments of discouragement? We have to lay aside all our superfluity and take hold of eternal life and serve God and populate heaven and snatch souls from the jaws of hell. You are trying to solve your divorce problem. Your wife is leaving you. Let her leave. When she goes, you come back again. I want to serve God, but I must first go and bury uh, my uncle. That Jesus said, let the dead bury their dead. Let the dead, that means that, value the work of the kingdom than funerals. I want to serve God, but uh, those things, are, I don't know, but I need to go and say farewell to one or two people. Say amen. The gospel we are preaching today, that we are flying business class, sleeping in five-star hotels, and, and going for breakfast. Reverend Steve, have you had your breakfast? Not yet. And we're going to sit. The breakfast we have, uh, we have what do we have with the breakfast? We have sausage, bacon, uh, omelets, uh, baked beans. Uh, what again do we have? Tea, coffee, Milo, uh, scrambled eggs with tomatoes on it. And we are eating and there are people serving us all over the place. The gospel we are preaching flying business class. Some died for that same gospel. Some were burnt with fire. Some were fried in oil. Some had their throat slashed because of the gospel we are preaching eating breakfast. You are saying that uh, I want to serve God, but I have some problems. Which, what's the nature of your problem? What is the nature of your problem? Leave the problems to solve itself. But you take on the Bible and go preach the gospel. Because your problems will never end. It will be one after the other. So you focus on the ministry. And those of you who are slowing down, those of you who are losing steam, I have come to put more steam, Amen. more fire. Amen. Get up. 22nd of June to 26th, there's another mission. 22nd to 26th, there's another mission. Join it, register, move, come to Africa. The next time you hear, we are going to Nigeria, we are going to Zimbabwe. We went to Zimbabwe, we went to Kenya myself, we went to Zimbabwe, we went to Kenya. Where, where did we go again? We went to three places. We went to Kenya, we went to Zimbabwe, myself and Pastor, Pastor Matthew. We went to Cote d'Ivoire. I was very, I was very unhappy that I didn't see Pastor Wale in Zimbabwe. This year you cannot meet in Zimbabwe. Because I needed you there. I was the commander in chief of the group, but you are my associate. <laughs> and you were not there. <laughs> it wasn't your fault. But this year, I'm including you because I'm in charge of operations. 
And you know that when I'm in church, you are my, you are my director of operations. Your pastor is a very fantastic man. When there's an issue, he will look at it, take a paper, and draw the solution and bring it to me. This is the solution to the problem. I said, implement it. I don't do anything without him. I don't do anything without him. When there are difficult places, I say, Wale, this is your area this, this year. You and he would dissolve the place. He would organize the place. And the place that was chaotic, he would go and bring calmness. That is his role. I love him for that. So this year, Zimbabwe, I'm carrying Zimbabwe, Sierra Leone, and Kenya. We are going to do the gospel. See, man. I want to take my children to the playground so that they will be happy. Playgrounds will always be there. Miss the playground for one week. I want to come back. Uh, my mother, my mother is sick and I need to visit my mother. Your mother, whether you visit her or not, she can easily die. My mother is close to 90. I tell my wife that I'm preparing for her death. Every time I see her, because she can't walk well. She, 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 my mother, she walks like this. She can't walk, I say, oh, Mom, you are going to die. I tell, don't I tell you she's going to die? My wife said, my wife said I, should, I said, oh, whether I like it or not, she will die one day. One of these days, I'll get a phone call that she's dead. I have made provisions for her. She's almost 90. She, she's weak. Say amen. But the gospel must be preached in the midst of all our problems. I was preaching the gospel when my mother-in-law died. And I was still preaching. And as I was preaching, my father-in-law died. We went and buried him. We traveled after the burial to go and preach. So as for dying, people would die. But we have to preach the gospel. I'm trying to say that the problem that things that are hindering you will always be there. But in the midst of that, we have to break through to preach the gospel and heal the sick and cast out devils and do the work of God. Say amen. Say amen. Look, it wasn't easy for Jesus to live the comfort of heaven to come down on earth. And the Bible says, foxes have holes and the best of the air have nets. But the son of man has nowhere to lay his head. And he went about preaching the gospel, healing the sick, casting out devils, and showing compassion to the sick and healing he said, I am doing this as an example that you should follow. Since he left, our churches have changed. Say amen. Now, our ministries have become money-making centers, fashion parades, boastings, who has the latest jet, who is the richest pastor, who has the biggest crowd, it will shock you that in the books of heaven, they are not looking at who has how many jets, how many millionaires you have in your church. They are looking at the impact that your ministry is had on lives, souls.
That is how they will measure us. They are not going to measure us by the size of our churches. You can have a sea of human beings and that, and, and meanwhile you have no works. You can have the, one day, one of my friends, very, very, very prosperous man of God. Very, very prosperous, very rich, very great man of God. Then he, he woke me up 5.30 in the morning and then he told me a dream. When I saw his call, I thought something tragic had happened. He said, Steve, I had a dream. And the dream had scared me. I said, really? What's it? He said, in the dream, there was this great man in Tulsa. He has television ministry. He has this. He has that booze. Whatever. He's married twice and everything. And this guy, was standing on the field of his works. And a huge angel towering several feet above, above him. The angel blew hot, blew fire from his, from his mouth. And the fire consumed everything he had built. His church, his jets, books, presidential meetings, dinners, banqueting with prime minister. The fire blew all that except a portion that was left. And the portion was covered with a small piece of cloth. So this guy was standing and the angel said, go lift up that portion. So he went and lifted it up. It's a small village small city, village that his ministry sends money to every year. That was the only thing that survived. That was the only thing that survived. He said, this is what you shall be rewarded. The guy was so, so, so my friend woke up from the dream because he also has that kind of ministry. Very big, very large. He has properties. He has whatever. The Lord said, all these things that you have, I'm not impressed. Because you are not saving the lost. You are not caring for the dying. You are not looking after poor people. So all these things that you have, that's, he said, all these things are for yourself. This man, all that he had was self. It was only the missionary support he sends to this small village that was what pleased the Lord. So sometimes we can be doing so many things and it's not, it doesn't move God. What moves God is when we live our, our comfortable life and we move into hinterlands, into, into where the sick people are, where people are desperately dying without the gospel. That is what moves God. Say amen. 91% of Africans are poor. They are living below the poverty line. 91% of Africans are poor. Say I hear you pastor. 
My, this is my friend. One day he was asleep. He, saw, he had a second dream. And when he woke up, he saw human excreta, feces, by his bedside. First, he could hear the smell. He said, Steve, I could hear the smell. I could hear a very bad odor. So I woke up. When I woke up, I saw, I saw human excreta with maggots and worms. He said, ah, who, come and do, who, who did this? So he, he was asking himself, who did this? Then the Lord appeared to him in his room. He said, the world see you as a great person, but this is the way I see you. You are maggot. You are feces. You are nothing. As far as I'm concerned. If you don't get up and start winning the lost, this is the way I see you. The world is celebrating you. The world honors you. But I, the Lord, this is the way I see you. Human excreta. Worms. Flies. Feces. That's the way I see you. Then the Lord disappeared. Then he called me. He said, Steve, something is happening to me. My, this my friend started preaching. The works he is doing now. I haven't seen anything like that. I haven't seen anything like that in, 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 in I don't know, I don't know, in, in Africa. I haven't seen anybody like that. He's preaching everywhere. Thousands. Thousands. He says, Steve, the Lord woke me up out of my sleep with those two dreams. Say, man, something must shake you. Something must wake you up. Something must allow you, something must make you rise up because a lot has been deposited in you and a lot is demanded from you. The next mission that your pastor is coming to, enroll. Buy your ticket. Come to Africa. Join the team. Save souls. It doesn't matter whether they are Ivorians or Nigerians or Ghanaians. Souls are souls. Souls are souls. And the purpose of the church is souls. Souls. Not the souls that come to church. But the souls that are outside the church. Say amen. <laughs> See, I hear you, Pastor. Souls. Hallelujah. The Bible said in the book of James, chapter 2, 14 and 17. James, chapter 2, <clears throat> 14 and 17. James, chapter 2. The Bible said, James chapter 2, 14, and 14 all the way to 17. James 2. There's something covering my... Can you please remove it? What doeth it profit, my brethren? Though a man says he hath faith and hath not works, can faith save him? Look at, it, look at, it, look at the question. If a brother or a sister be naked and destitute of daily food, 
And one of you say unto them, Depart in peace, be ye warmed and filled. Notwithstanding, ye give them not those things which are needful to the body. What doeth it profit? Even so, faith, if it had not works, is dead being alone. Hallelujah. So, if you have faith, but you have not works, your faith is dead. Your faith must be accompanied with works. And what are the works? The works in the church, serving God. The works outside the church, saving souls. The works of financing the gospel. One of the greatest challenges that we have is the financing of the gospel. Financing the gospel. Financing the gospel. The works are there. The places are there. But the money to go there, I see you financing the gospel. And you imagine, look, you imagine sponsor the gospel with your leftovers. You imagine look for 10 pounds and I have supported the gospel with 10 pounds. Please. If you go to McDonald's and some of these places that you go to, how much do you spend there? Why do you spend it? When it comes to the gospel, then you give us peanuts. Don't give peanuts to the gospel. Take your time, write a check. Take your time, write a check. Let, let, the, um, let the money move you as you are giving it. Feel it as you are giving the money. Then you know that you have sponsored the gospel. Say amen. Let it move you. Let it move you. Acts chapter 9 verse 35. Acts 9 35. Acts 9 35. And all that were in, in, in leader and servant saw him and turned to the Lord. The Bible said, now there was at Joppa a certain disciple named Tabitha, which is by interpretation called Docas. This woman was full of what? Good works. Say it with me. Good works. And arms did which she did. Look at it. And it came to pass in those days that she was sick and died. Whom when they had, when they had washed, they laid her in an upper chamber. And for as much as Lydia was nigh to Joppa, and the disciples had heard that Peter was there, they sent unto him two men, desiring him that he would not delay to come to them. Then Peter arose and went with them. When he was come, they brought him into the upper chamber. And all the widows stood by him, weeping and showing the coats and garments with Dorcas made while she was with them. You see her works. Her works were practical things. Her works, her works comforted the people who had need. Her works was not sitting in the same place. Her works is not just jumping and dancing in church. She does all that, but you see, she went, she went ahead of just sitting in church and whatever and praising God by providing for those who have need. And the Bible considered it as works. Oh, am I talking to somebody here? The next verse. The next verse. 
But Peter put them all forth and knelt down and prayed and turning to him to the body said, Tabitha, arise. And she opened her eyes. And when she saw Peter, she sat up. You see, when the women were showing the coats and the garments, which, which Doc has me now, what did she use to make those coats and garments? She used her resources. She used, you see, the reason why we are not prosperous is because God has tested us with small prosperity. We didn't honor him with it. We didn't give to him. So he doesn't see why he should trust you again with another money. Because if you are faithful in little things, you will commit much into your hands. Are you faithful with your tithing? Are you faithful with supporting missions? Do you have 200 pounds and you give 100 pounds to missions? Or you give 10 pounds or 5 pounds? Or you put an empty envelope in the basket? Have you given something to God that has cost you? That you have felt it? Say amen. She gave widows, garments, coats. It was cold in those days. Garments, coats. And they came and they lined up their coats. And they said to Peter, look at the garments. Look at the coat. Should such a person die? He said, Peter, if you know you are called by God, go up there and don't come down without Abida. Don't come down. If you come down without him, if you come down without her, you are not going home. Go there. And make sure when you are coming down from the upper chamber, you come down with Dorcas. The Bible said he turned to the Lord and prayed and then turned to the body and commanded Tabitha to arise. You see, when you were a giver and a supporter and a kind-hearted person, even death will give you up. Death will say, okay, you know, go back and continue with what you are doing. And she came back. Guess what? She continued with her works. Are you there? Are you there? I've got 10 minutes. I want to use these 10 minutes. The Bible said in, the, in 1 Corinthians 3, reading from 10 to 15, According to the grace of God which is given unto me as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation and another man builded thereon. But let every man take heed how he builded thereupon. For other foundation can no man lay than that is laid, which is Jesus Christ. The Bible said, Now if any man build upon this foundation gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, and stubble, the Bible said, Every man's work. Please say it with me. Every man's work. Please say it again. Every man's work. Say it for the last time. Every man's work shall be made manifest. Not collectively. Every man's work. Not as a group, but individually. Every man's work shall be made. For the day shall declare it because it shall be revealed by fire. And the fire shall try every man's work of what sort it is. See, man. Bring me two chairs. Let me show you something. I've done. Bring me two empty chairs. I'm closing with this. 
to the other one here. All of you here, please bring your Bibles and stuff with you. Your bag, whatever you are carrying, just come. Stand here. Stand behind. Stand behind. Stand behind. This is the way we shall line up on the Bema Judgment Day of Christ. All of us in a long queue. Presbyterians, Catholics, ACC, Harmony, but those doing those days, there will be no label. Every man's work. What's your name, sir? Alex. Alex. Alex! Step forward. Bring your works. So now, what you did, how you did it, the mind with which you did it, the heart with which you did it, shall be revealed by fire. You see? The way you did it. The mind in which you did it. The motive. The spirit. The passion. The zeal. When you were not being watched. When nobody was marking you. The sincerity with which you did the work. It shall be tried by fire. You can deceive people anywhere. You cannot deceive this fire. Alex. Now, the verse says that, stand here, stand here. Your reward will be here for you. It can be, put it there. It can be, put it there. It, put the scripture there. It says you can receive a crown. Uh, it shall be by fire. And the next verse, the next verse. If any man's work abide which he had built there, he shall receive a reward. That's your reward. And then the next verse. He said, every man's work shall be burned, he shall suffer loss, but himself shall be saved by yet by fire. Look at the next verse. It says, and know you know that, uh, you see, the, the fire shall try your work, either with stubble or hay or gold or whatever. You will receive your crown. You can pretend all you want, but on that day, the fire shall try your work. Next. What's your name? Huh? Anna. 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 What do you do? What do you do for the Lord? I, I sing. You sing. What do you do for the Lord in this house? Speak. Are you going to stand before the angel and be there? I, I, I speak. Speak. You serve as an intercessor. It shall be revealed by fire. Your intercessory ministry. The way you, whether you attended the intercessory ministry, whether you came pretending to be praying, officer, you can sit down, please. Whether you were pretending, you know, some people pretend to, as if they are praying, but they are not really praying. It shall all be. Come and stand here. Come and stand here. The fire, stand here, stand here, stand here. Stand there. The fire shall try your work, it shall be revealed. And then your reward. Pick your reward and go. I don't know what reward you are going to do. Next! What do you do? I feed you feed homeless people. You feed homeless people. You feed homeless people. Go and stand there. <laughs> the number of homeless people you have fed, the way you fed them, whether it was a religious feeding or a heart, it shall all be revealed by fire. You shall receive your reward. Next. What's your name, sir? Vincent. What do you do? Teach you teach God's people. 
You teach. Stand here. You see? <laughs> On that day, bishops, archbishops, whatever we are, we are all equal in the eyes of God. All carrying our works. For our works shall be revealed by fire. The fire shall try our work of what sort it is. Fire. That's your reward. Next. What's your name, sir? Denson. What do you do? I went to the villages in India and preaching. You went to India preaching. Wow. Stand there. <laughs> you see? You went to India preaching. I'm sure with your own resources, tiring the infection that are sometimes in those places. The work you did, some discouragement you went through. All, and, and let me tell you, the Lord has seen your works. You shall be rewarded. I don't know what reward. Next. What's your name? I'm Lalo. Lalo. What a name. Lalo. What do you do? I work as a psychiatrist in, in, with the children. You work in psychiatry with the children? Wow. I pray for people in my church who need prayer. Pray for people in your church. Your works shall be revealed by fire. The fire shall try your works. Of Stand here. You shall be rewarded. That reward will be given to you by God. All of us, one by one, the fire shall try every man's work of what sort it is. Don't, don't pretend to be in the pool. We are doing God's work. Please, sit down. Some people are feeling homeless people. Some are teaching, some are preaching, some are. You ask yourself, what are you also doing? Because this man has created the platform such a way that nobody is without excuse. That's how some people are being appointed, some are being ordained. Hey! You think you can escape God? Our eyes at the back of my head. We are trying to sit down. Stay here. What is your name? Samson. What do you do? What do you do for God? Missions. Missions to where? Kenya. South Africa. What do you do in the missions? You feed orphans. You feed orphans. Yes, you travel yes, with how many people? From 22 to one. 20. With people, you fly to, to Kenya. You go to orphanages and feed them. Stand here. You see, when you tell the Lord what you do, He will try that work. It's not, it's, it's not what you say. It is what the fire reveals. The heart with which it is done. The motive with which you are. Some people are doing things for a name. You want to be. You, you, you are making, it's a, a Nimrod spirit. We are building a tower that we do so that we make us a name. To become famous, to be known. It shall all be revealed by fire. Motives are very important. Why are you doing what you are doing? 
What is your motive to make a name? Some people are doing it to make money. Some of them are using it to collect money from people so they can pocket some. It shall be revealed by fire. They are doing mission work. They are pocketing people's money. They are, they are taking fake pictures and sending it on Instagram and Facebook to show they are doing something. It shall be revealed by fire. The fire shall try every man's work. Shall be rewarded. Ask the person beside you, what do you do for God? Are you just jumping and singing? Are you just being nice? Do you making your hair? I don't like this type of hair. I want uh, a, a Brazilian short hair. It's not about hair. If you don't have hair, come with your uh, your, your sakura like that to church. <laughs> Sometimes we concern ourselves too much about things that don't matter to God. Look well, dress nice. What you have, you have. Just wear it. If you don't have, just wear what you have. Say amen. But focus on serving God and doing the works of God. Helping to save souls. Some people have never traveled to Africa or anywhere, but their contribution, we feel the impact of it. Your pastor has shown me time and after time after service that this place is turning into like a big warehouse where they are sorting clothing. And he takes a video and sends it to me, and I'm blown away. People, they are playing music, and people are so. This is after church service. After church, when everybody has gone, some people stay or they go and come back and they are sorting out clothing. Those things are the works. You must be part of it. You must, you must lose something. If it means you don't have to go to work, you don't have to go, they won't mark you, you won't get any wages that day. Lose that wage and come and sort clothing out for poor because you can't travel. You can't travel. And when they are shipping, I see the amount of money your, your pastor uses to ship the items from door to door. Thousands of pounds. And it's coming from the pocket of the church, which means it's coming from your offerings. And then when he's traveling and he's coming to Ghana, he still carries thousands of pounds. And when he comes, he hands it over to the ministry. Then he's preaching, his ministry, the team are working here and there. And when we come, we display the patience. But you ask yourself, am I part of all this? Because there is a role you can also play in the work of God. And God is always watching. The secret givers, those who have and are not also giving, those who have decided not to give, those who have been blessed by God, but they are become Armstrong, Chisel, Aradite, P.O.P., P.O.P. P.O.P. Aradite. I'm strong. They won't give. They won't support. I am tired of all this support. I have other things to pay. Uh, well, how many times can I be given? I can't be giving, giving, giving like that. I've given it enough. After all, all these things, I don't know what is happening to me, but I've, I've given enough. And so you have become sea crab. I'm strong. Aradite. P.O.P. God have mercy on your soul. That you have, you don't want to give. Yesterday, pastor introduced me to a certain sister. And she, he made a very fantastic, gave me a very fantastic testimony. 
She told me how the sister has businesses and everything. And, how, and, then, she, and then he added how she supports the gospel. That's what must be said about everybody. God has blessed you with APCD and how you support the gospel. Your pastor should never struggle for the financing of the gospel. When he says he's coming, he's coming to Africa, whatever, people should rush to buy his ticket. People should rush to put money in his hands. When you go, I, I wish I could go with you, but this is a thousand pounds. This is 500 pounds. As you go, give it to the missionary work. Help with, with, your, with your hotel bills or whatever. This is my support. This is my, and then take something that will move you and put it in his hands to bring it to the missions field to, so that your money can be spent on poor people so you can have a reward in heaven. Am I talking to somebody here? If things are happening and you are not part of it, you should feel sorry for yourself. That things are happening but you are not part of it. Be part of it from today. Set some money apart. There's mission, there's mission work coming off in June. Register to come to Ghana in June 22nd to 26th. If nothing happens with all these corona, corona things that are happening. The mission is on. Say amen. The Bible said uh, Matthew 16, 27 Matthew 16, 27, the Bible said, Matthew 16, 27, it says, Matthew 16, 27, the Bible said, for the son of man shall come in the glory of his father with his angels and then he shall reward every man according to his works. So all that we are doing Privately, secretly, openly, there is a great reward for our missionary work. Say amen. Today, I will do two things. Number one, I will pray for people who want to do missions work, who want to be part of the missionary. And then number two, I'm going to ask you to give mission support for the next mission. Give it. Support it. Because we have a different mission account for this ministry. And we must always have money for missions. The missionary account should never be dry. We should never cancel a mission because we don't have funding. God must always give to us for us to give to missions. Say amen. Are you there? The Bible said something uh, in 1 John 3, 16 up to 18. That's my last scripture. First John uh, 16. First John chapter 3, 16 up to 18. Hereby perceive we the love of God because he laid down his life for us and we ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. But whoso had this world's goods and seeth his brother have need, and shattered up his bowels of compassion for him. How dwelleth the love of God in him. My little children, let us not love in word, neither in tongue, but in deed and in truth. Say amen. God, you see, we have done fantabulously well as a church. For so many years as a church, we've been doing missions. But God is calling us to now increase the temple, increase our giving, 
increase our mission support. Increase what we are not slowing down. We are taking it to another level. We are taking it to another level. In CEM, we have taken the ministry. Now we have added what we call day of help for persons with disability. And brother, if you see the videos on the day of this is not crusade, this is not a crusade where we are preaching the one day. This is just one day for disabled people. You should see 10,000, 15,000, 20,000 disabled people. Persons with very horrible disabilities. There are 3.8 million disabled people in Ghana. In Nigeria, don't go there. The disabled, we are afraid that disabled people will stampede us to collect their items. We are sending at least 30 trucks of items to Nigeria. I don't know whether it's this year or next year. For day of help. It will be crusades and day of help. We'll be calling all of you to support those of you from Kenya, Uganda, uh, India. We are calling all of you because very soon we'll be in Uganda. Very soon we'll be in Kenya with day of help and crusades. Brother, when we stand before the Lord, we want to hear two words from him. Thou good and faithful servants. God bless you and I love you all. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. We do hope you have been blessed. Our special thanks go to all our partners who give generously to support our ministry. You are welcome to be one of us. We'd like someone to talk to you on any of the issues raised in today's message. Please do call us on plus four four two or eight five nine seven triple one zero, or you visit our website on www.hccenter.org.uk. May the peace of the Lord guard you and keep you till we meet again. God bless you.